What is going on everybody and welcome to the 50th episode of the Two Cents Footy Podcast. If you don't know by now, well, you really should. My name is Zachary McAllister and as usual, I'm joined by my fellow co-host. Uh, let's start with Luke Johnson to make sure he doesn't interrupt anyone. Uh, throwing what? it back to the early episodes where we just could not get this right. But yeah, Luke, uh, how, how's it going? Hayden might interrupt me. Um... How's it going? Great. Started varsity again. Um, still got to get into the swing of that because obviously holiday was wonderful. But otherwise, we're chilling, we're throbbing. Um, Madrid's not really doing too much these days. They're kind of just uh, pretty solid. I mean, once you win a UCL title, I mean, there's not really too much that you need to make changes to. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy. Can't say the same for everyone else there. You know what I mean, Hayden? <laughs> Got to get some reinforcements. Yeah, we, we thoroughly enjoyed, we thoroughly enjoyed enjoy the twenty four hours you could carve out for us uh, <laughs> back home in East London. It, it was great pleasure, having yes. you. Only a pleasure. Uh, but speaking of uh, disappointments, uh, Hayden Anderson, <laughs> uh, how are you doing? Um, I'm glad that uh, that's your segue to me, considering the fact that we are family. So I have a first hand account of the thorough. Your thorough existence is a disappointment, Zach. So, Hayden, are you the crusty cousin, bro? Um, I don't know. I think that's a relative question. Um, <laughs> how am I doing? I'm doing fine. You know, it's just a normal day. You know, it's preseason period of time in the life. Very of normal football. day for, for you. So nothing matters, and I think it's very important to establish from the beginning of this podcast of this particular session that preseason friendlies. Or just that, preseason friendlies. And if you're going to blow your load on Whoa. victories, then you might as well be Spurs celebrating the Audi Cup. <laughs> so I hope that that is established from the beginning. Hayden always got to transfer the defeats onto someone else. He can't take a defeat like a man. <laughs> Typical of a disappointment. And, I'm sure, right, I'm sure, and I, I am sure, Dan, that you have a lot of experience like of taking defeats like a man. I don't know. I think we were the, like one of the only teams that... like. Didn't lose to Liverpool last season. So, I don't know. Things are on the up in in my point of view. <laughs> of course. I mean, course. you did lose in the Champions League final to Liverpool. So, there there is that. Yeah, there is that. But at least, you know, we made it to the Champions League. So, and I understand that that is not for everyone. <laughs> Hayden and I have that, so, we have yes, that prestige. Zach, please do celebrate and enjoy your Bangkok trophy. I'm sure that it is wonderful and a wonderful uh, compensation for not making Champions League this season. Cristiano Ronaldo will really appreciate wow. that. Well, what a start to 50th episode. <laughs> My man switched up real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, finally we have Daniel Pike joining us. Yeah, banter aside, I do love Mermaid Hayden. Um, he is a bit of a handful <laughs> though sometimes, but otherwise I'm doing great. Um, unlike Liverpool, we have yet to lose a friendly in preseason, but I don't take preseason too too seriously. It's just the banter going around, you know. Um, but I'm keen. I've seen lots of talk on Twitter about Conte running Oaks to the ground, which is lacquer because I feel like a, a couple of Tottenham players have had it easy in the past. You know, just pitch up and fool around, and you know you can have your way. So we'll see what comes about it. Um, I just hope like not a lot of people get injured because it'd be kind of pointless if Conte like runs a super heavy training session then we all get injured before the season starts but we shall see how things go still waiting on two more transfers but we'll see we'll see 
Yeah, the two more transfers. Two more transfers, Zach. They're coming in. Jed Spence is going to come Ooh. through, and then possibly either another creative but, but midfielder it, or another center back. All right. Okay. Oh, like uh, Christian Eriksen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you guys haven't announced him. Like, let's just hope they haven't like seen something pop in the medical and they're like, you know what, Eriksen might be a loss. Because I was uh, busy putting mm. my FPL team together just now. Um, and I was like, where's Ericsson at? But he isn't on the app yet. Yeah, I think you have to be like registered to a team to be on the, the app, yeah. Mm. So Isn't he still registered with Brentford? No, apparently speaking. not. Apparently not. He's a free agent. Oh, okay. All right. Easy. Wait, does that mean is Ronaldo still on the app there? Because isn't he a technically a free agent? I don't no, know. Is he, 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 he still one more year? I mean, I'd assume so. Um, I can I can check quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just want to ask a just a simple question, real quick, which is: there's a lot of promise being shown by Spurs, but how do we know they're not going to end up like last season's United, where they get all these signings, they look promising, and then they completely disappoint uh, during the season? Like, is that something you have in your mind, Dan, or are you or are you purely optimistic? I don't know. Um, Conte is definitely no Ollie, so I, I don't. That I don't see how he could, <laughs> yeah. how he could bottle this, especially if it's like you know, like it's the first time Tottenham's done this in a while. A lot of a lot of money's been thrown into this. So, and I mean, like as much as I hate Daniel Levy, he is kind of a Palpatine-esque figure where everything's premeditated. Um, so I'm sure there's a there's, you can take the man. There's a reason for all this cash, Tottenham, but you can't take the Tottenham out of the man. Yeah, I'd be really curious to see one. how he was convinced to spend all this money. True, true, yeah. Uh, I know, but Hen, you are right. The true litmus test is yet to <clears throat> arrive. So we'll see how mm. they perform in the Premier League because it's all good and fun on paper, um, but we'll just have to wait and see. Mm. I mean, we still have to see what what else happens in the window and injuries can change this. But as it stands right now, I think Tottenham are a lock to make top four. I think... Tottenham might be more likely to make top top four than Chelsea at this point. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. is a one hectic statement right there. Yeah, I mean That's Chelsea have already signed I mean, Sterling. Chelsea to get Koulibaly, um, like, and Neymar might pop, but the only issue with Chelsea is that their defense is like in complete shambles. Um, I have no yeah. idea what's going on there. So that's now. the thing. That's why. That's why I say before transfers because today they have been linked to uh, Koulibaly. So now nah, they even delivered, no, bro. That, that would be they huge want for him them. too. Yeah. So. If I, if they can manage to sign some CBs, then I think okay, that'll you know put them above Spurs. But I think at the moment, I might be riding high on this the Spurs wave, but um, I think I'd probably have Spurs just ahead of them. But there's more than enough time to talk about uh, predictions for next season. Uh, right now, we want to be focusing on the very actually not very far the the near future actually because mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about. Who we think the top five players in five years' time will be. Um, For me personally, this is an interesting one because we're kind of at a weird stage where the current top five, we did make our our top 10 uh, players in the world at the moment list a couple of episodes ago. So go and check that out if you haven't already. But I'd say the current top five are mostly populated with players who are either 30 years old or older than 30 so guys like Kareem yeah. Benzema uh, Robert Lewandowski um, who don't you, you mean know, Lewandowski some people might Lewandowski I mean 
Yep. That too. Uh, we yet to see who will be scoring goals for next season, but uh, we're following that storyline as well. But uh, guys like Messi, Ronaldo, like all of these guys are around that 30 years, like that age 30, a uh, little bit above that. So I think in the next five years, we could see those guys tail off even more and maybe see some youngsters pop through. But then you've also got guys like Mohamed Salah, Kevin De Bruyne, who are still under 30, but also getting on in age. And like as we're seeing with like sports science and stuff, guys are just able to stay fitter for longer, uh, play deep into their careers, be more effective deep in- into their careers. So it'll be an interesting discussion to see uh, who we think. But um, w- where do you guys want to start? Who do you guys think is the most surefire pick to be in that top five in five I mean, are we time? doing world top five or prem top five? I think we'll top five. Yeah, and I think let's just get the top two out of the way because we already know the, the 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 battle for the two best footballers for the next generation is between Haaland and Mbappe, and they're still both very young. So I think they'll Facts. still be kicking in five years' time. Yeah, that is true. I feel like that is the obvious obvious picks. Mm. So where do we stand on the the debate at the moment? Uh, are we? Mbappe over Haaland or Haaland over Mbappe at yes, this point in time? Bro, Mbappe won billion times over. I don't know. Haaland's about to, uh, Haaland about to get Haaland uh, coached by Pep. So, you know, and we, well, you see, here's the no. thing. Isn't, it, isn't Haaland more prone to injury at this point in time? And so the, isn't the question really going to depend upon uh, whether or not injury truly debilitates Haaland's career? Uh, but then I think beyond that, this question is really based on... It's very similar to the Messi-Ronaldo debate between is the playmaker sort of player better or is the the out-and-out goal scorer better? I mean, it, it's, it's they're very incongruable and they're very difficult to compare. I mean, Hayden, if the only well, thing you're holding on to for Haaland anyway. is the fact that he'll be injured next season, bro, I, I fear for you, bro. I fear for you. I fear for <laughs> Liverpool. No, I'm just saying he has a history. He has, a, he has, a, he has an injury. He has a history of being prone to injury. And, and uh, it, it really does matter as to whether or not that's just a small blip on the radar uh, regarding his future game time or whether or not that becomes like a regular thing and gets worse. I see. I do think Dan's point about uh, Haaland moving to City and playing under Pep could be pretty big because we really don't know what um, Papa's future is going to be, whether that's at PSG whether he eventually makes a move to Real Madrid or wherever he ends up. Like, I think Haaland definitely like, will have more stability in the next five years. Correct. And getting to play under one of the greatest managers of all time, I think that that, that could be a big factor going into this. I, I, I think Killian, talent-wise, is probably ahead of Haaland, mm, but I could I definitely agree. see a scenario where Haaland just ends up banging in goals. Yeah, the like Ronaldo work ethic as well, storm. you know? Hmm. I think that's exactly and what's going to happen. You know, maybe it's that missing piece to getting them the Champions League in the next few years. So, no. I don't know. It's it's an interesting discussion. But like Hayden said, these two are probably definitely going to be in their top five, mm. barring major injury or yeah. something crazy happening. Uh, so who would you guys say is sort of just below that tier? Pedri. I think... Pedri. There we go, Dan. <laughs> um, I would say Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think that dude, is, he's still ridiculously young for how good of a player he is. Five years' time, when he's actually hitting his peak, I think he's going to be a monster. And by then, he could have probably have been transitioned into a midfield player. So, yeah. Yeah. 
I will say Trent is a Can't midfield player. There, Seems bro. quite juicy, eh? Strong with both feet. Can absolutely full send <laughs> up the field. Um, and obviously the experience of defense. So, you know, like some sort of Modric-esque player where he's just got like that, that solid defense and the playmaker. <laughs> I wonder, like, could you, Hayden, could you see Trent playing as a midfielder under Klopp? Under I think Trent might be more effective in that right back role than in the midfield, in a specifically in a Klopp system. Like, uh, obviously, Liverpool changed their manager; things can change. But in this current Klopp system, do you think he's more effective as a right back or as a central midfielder? Well, definitely as a right back, because obviously you've to look, well in the way that Klopp currently plays. You never know; Klopp might change things up as we go forward. But we, it's pretty much wrote that he is that a Klopp midfield is very industrious. There aren't really playmakers in the midfield. They're there to serve a purpose. And the creativity comes from the wingbacks. And we see that Trent is incredibly lethal in that position. So, yeah, you know, he's very much he's very much become synonymous with the wingback role at Liverpool. And I think that's for a good reason. Because that is a very effective position at Liverpool and does it so well. Didn't they, mm. try, didn't they try to put Trent in midfield for, like, England one time? I think I haven't watched that game. Pre-season. I remember that that was being discussed at some stage, and it, I mean, I don't think he was bad, but he definitely wasn't like showing flames. Um, well, but, uh, I mean, to be top five, regardless of where this homie plays, the, the quality that this guy has in the next five years is going to be mental. What is he now? 23, 22? I think he's 23. Let me just Google 23. Yeah, I just Googled okay. him now. Damn, he's so he's got five years in this guy's. He's only going to be 28. Yeah, that's dude, gonna, I was, that's gonna I was be also like, I was like, wow, he is only 23. Because it feels like Trent this has man's been, been like, good for a while. Yeah, man. bro. He's been banging. He's been like in the top 10 young players like since before my time, Hayden. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, guys. There's, yeah. No, there's, no, there's no denying that. How old is, Robert, uh, is Robbo? He's like 26, 27. <laughs> okay. yeah. Just on the, the, the other player that I was talking about, Pedri. Um, I've only seen him play a little bit because I don't really watch too much La Liga. Um, does he play for the like Spanish national team like under twenty ones or does he play like in the open division? No, he plays first team. No, bro, he's he's like Spanish like first national team. team he plays. Like, he he plays was the first team. He was in the team of the so. tournament at the Euros. Yeah, no, because I, I I was nice. like, you, you yeah. can't play for both. Am I right? Can you? Uh, okay, so I think why you might be confused is because I think Pedri also played oh, for the Olympic okay, team, yeah. which is like. Under twenty one, under okay, twenty three. Okay. I thought he can play for so, both. I think I think yeah, Pedri definitely yeah. is gonna be absolutely insane. He's really so good at this stage. Um and I think Gavi also is gonna be probably not as good as Pedri, but I mean the guy's like seventeen or something crazy. So we, we don't even know he's like max potential. He hasn't even reached twenty yet, so that's gonna be kinda scary, mm. you know? But Barca's always always got like their midfield, their young midfield sorted, which is quite good for them at least, you know. Good for I mean, we mentioned too. injuries earlier, but another yeah. guy who could be in here is Ansu Fati. Dude. Ooh, I agree with that too. Um, yeah, like he burst onto the scene, was brilliant in that uh, last season with Messi, uh, and then just had injuries and just hasn't been able to play consistently since mm. then. But um, if he can get healthy, stay on the pitch, I think he definitely has a shot. Because the dude's only 19. Like, he was 17, just balling out for all these Barcelona. Barcelona youngsters. Yeah. So, so, 
I, th I think he has a chance. Honestly, to get I think there. the best thing that can happen to these guys is to leave Barca because that club is in absolute <laughs> shambles. Don't they say that? Oh, didn't somebody predict that they're going to go bankrupt in the next five years and won't take payment yeah. installments from it? <laughs> I, saw something I, like that. I just, I just saw um, Fabrizio flipping start speaking about uh, Barca's put in a bid for Rafinha. Dude, yeah, which I, makes no dude, sense. I saw a tweet. Like, they were I saying like physically do not. 85 mil guaranteed fee, and then now I saw that Fabrizio tweet and he was like guaranteed 60. He was like guaranteed. 45 mil with like yeah 65 with total add-ons included and i was like wait what like 85 yeah now that's it's 45 bad. i'm like dude because but for barca yeah that's hectic eh? no i mean the thing is it's why it's so weird is because i think chelsea were offering like 85 guaranteed fee and and obviously he, like, he was blocking it um rafini was blocking it and i'm just like how you know, how do you go from like, okay, cool, we, we want to do 85, but we'll accept 45. That's like half. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they probably have to take the players' uh, wishes into consideration. And then on top of all of this, Barca are rumored to be offering uh, Usman Dembele another contract. So they're going they wild. Just sign another player and then offering another player um, a contract and they play the same position. <laughs> And they're in this financial. Dude, it's just, so, you know, yeah. whatever. I don't know. I Props feel like Barca, man, they still got that pool. They, they're not. They're not too big to fail. Eh? Like that it could be. Could be right about the next five years. Barca go bankrupt. I rate Dembele too, bro. I don't know how old he is now, but I think the potential that he's had. You know, injuries such an old man. Because yeah, we talk about injury prone players. Dembele is insane. That guy. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You then bring in Hazard. Like, you like, know how I'll crazy Dembele. You know how crazy Dembele is? Like last season, he was still coming back from an injury. There were rumors of him leaving uh, in January. He was out of the team. Like Xavi didn't want to play him. Still ended up with the most assists in the Liga. Yeah, he was crazy, bro. <laughs> the potential there is is, the guy's just crazy. is undeniable. Um, but in the next five years, I don't, personally, I don't really see like there's going to be massive, massive um strides for him but you know we can't wish that upon people so all the best to him mm. but uh yeah. i think definitely someone he's from also 25 the... now dembele um you know who who else we're neglecting full foden yes i was about to say <laughs> literally full foden. the elephant in the room now full foden's nah, a monster and also like under pep with the help of you know the legend KDB. It's got lots of <laughs> lots of tools to work with. My boy there. Philip. Yeah, you guys know I rate this guy with my life. I think he's gonna be a Ballon d'Orsi one yeah. way. And he's also got day. like a um, a huge foot into the English side as well, so how old is Phil? I don't Philip Foden is twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. That guy, that guy's got some. That guy's got some. Some decent. Some decent talent. So props to him. Yeah. Um, some decent talent. I mean, City's just full of these guys that are crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, Bernardo Silva could also, given his last season, if he if he only gets better with age, then that's also be quite scary for whoever has him, because I think he's really really good and underrated. So that City team is going to be quite scary next season. You know, they've lost Sterling. They're going to lose. Who else did they lose? Um... Uh, there was two people that said okay. I mean they got Jesus. Calvin Phillips like they 
Oh yeah, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, yeah. So I mean, two of two of the one of their best attackers, and now they're both gone, and they're still going to be like title uh, favorites. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, one more person City, I would like City to bring up because for English bias, who's also apparently going to be the next big thing, is Jude Bellingham. Jude, yes, sir. Yes, I was going to mention him as well. I don't know. Like, I think it's also one of those things is because he plays for the Bundesliga. Like, we barely even see him. <laughs> yeah. But he's but he's like he's rated a lot. So. Yeah, I'm keen to see how he performs yeah, this World Cup. I don't really know because I've also like seen a lot of articles. Like, do you think? Do you think he'll make it guy. into the like the starting the starting ten for uh, for England? He should. Do you think so? I mean. If England are going to play a four, uh, sorry, three-five-two, like they usually do, that means there's three midfield spots. So mm. it should be Bellingham, Rice, and Mount, in my opinion. Bellingham, Rice, and Mount. That makes sense. No Hendo. Oh. I, I don't see. No, Rice is better. <laughs> Hayden triggered. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rice is better than him. Better than Phillips. <laughs> Bellingham. Like, there's not really a, a, a midfield in England setup that. Is kind of the same Ross is a king, bro. A guy who can be. Yeah, he's really good. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue. <laughs> Wait, know, is Hayden taking a knee? So there, like... Is Hayden agreeing with Zach? Guys, we've made For progress. His almighty yeah. captain. It only took High fifty level. episodes. But <laughs> 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 um, yeah, dude, dude's this, a beast. Um, I mean, the dude's seventeen special. and just tearing it up in the Bundesliga for a Champions League caliber team. Yeah, I know. Like, so, so what's that just the dude had his shirt number retired dude, at Burnley? That is mad as a seventeen-year-old <laughs> at the age of like sixteen. Wow, so your shirt that at Birmingham, bro. That is a massive, massive feat. <laughs> the dude's sixteen. Like, imagine a grade ten getting their shirt number retired. <laughs> what and was one of the, like the most what, historic clubs in England? <laughs> what was his shirt number? don't know it was like it's something Google, like it was probably like 42 and then yeah. like so how many how many players that's... are we committing yeah. to this top five obviously <laughs> Haaland and Mbappe and then three more okay hold on hold so on. so do we want to guys, create an actual list okay let, let's create a list you then. guys have you guys have mentioned some of these overrated players you guys have missed out my boys from Real Madrid you guys we can't we mm. can't we can't neglect David Hayden, you can block your ears for this one <laughs> No, bro, I mean, okay, no, no. I'm thinking more like a Valverde and like a Vinicius, guys. Vinny Jr. is literally Vinicius showing flames. What the yeah, hell, guys? Yeah. He's like, he should probably, you could probably, for me, he could probably be number yeah, three. Yeah, but like top five in the world for the uh Camavinga two. Probably even number two, guys. I don't know. Vinny's got, Vinny's potential is like off the charts. And I feel like if he if he's following I mean, this trajectory, he's only going to go up and he's only going to get better. Mm, if this guy can finish true. more, it would be even, he, like, you know, this guy's entertaining. You know, like, you can see the pure talent, but he's also, like, producing something with it. Like, Foden, aware, he's very, very talented. We can all agree with that. But, he, like, his stats are not, like, crazy. Okay, yeah, that's probably because he's in City and he's not getting as much playing time. And, yeah, maybe his role is not as a goal scorer. <laughs> but, I mean, Vinny's doing both. And last season proved it. <laughs> I love how you completely, you have completely undermined your point as to why Phil Foden isn't exactly a stats merchant. But, okay, allow it. Why well, isn't a stats merchant? Yeah, I mean, because of all of those uh, Man City in- induced factors. What? No, no, no. Just like continue with your rap, your 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 rant supporting. No, the guys. I mean, players. this yeah, 
you guys, you got you have to agree, Hayden. My boy Vinny scored the literal <laughs> winner in the Hayden rem- remembers his goal, though. He <laughs> dreams about it every night. My man just <laughs> My man's just tr- you know you know who you know who messed up that goal, Hayden? Trentles. Trentles Alexander. Mm-hmm. So I mean talent vibes but defense not that great yeah no luke i'm also no a vinnie vinnie jr enjoyer myself so i would vinnie jr this i wouldn't be against him giving him the number three spot you know the yeah, number three even, spot wow uh guys we literally had this guy in our flipping ballon d'Or top 10 top five even how how is this guy I mean, not in did. contention hi boy what did you have him as did you even have him i can't even remember no but i don't yeah. think i had him zach zach's got the stats and i think you and i were the only you guys didn't have vinnie in the ballon d'Or top 10 no, no, I had him at number 10. Okay. I had him at number 10. Okay. Well, then Hayden's on drugs. But um, <laughs> the last guy I want to mention before we pick our top five is uh, a guy who I'm sure Luke will be raving about in a year's time. And that's uh, Orylin Chiumeni, who just signed for Real Madrid. Ooh. I think this guy's a monster. Like, he's still so young, dominating league, uh, dominated for France. He's, like, involved in... Like, you, do you know how good you have to be to be a starting midfielder in a French national team with the That's amount of crazy. talent they have? Yeah. Like, I, I think in, in a year's time, Luke's going to be all over this dude. A midfielder of, like, Camavinga and Chouameni. Ooh! Like, I've watched a lot of his, his compilations at, like, and he's definitely vibey, but he gives me more, like, Casemiro vibes. You know, and those people are very underrated in the fact that because they're doing more, like, the defensive work and the dirty work, they never, like you know, hopped up as mm, much. I feel you. But if the talent's there, the talent's there, you know? Oh. And Casemiro also, I mean, yeah, he's been, I, I he's been amazing, uh, but he doesn't really get as much hype as Modric and Cruz. But I mean, who really would if you've got those two next to you? But yeah, guys, I mean, you can even, I mean, Zach, you probably know Ball with uh, Kamavinga. He had a really good season too. He's also young. He's been a flipping game changer for Madrid. So I think the whole, like basically the whole of Madrid youth is is looking quite looking quite good for me. So just <laughs> so put the whole of Madrid youth in our top five, and then uh, we can finish off the second. <laughs> <laughs> and Barca, you know Madrid and Barca okay. youth. Who are we missing, Hayden? I mean, sorry, Aiden? we're getting so caught up with youth. I think we're forgetting to really look at season talent that just seems to be unending. And I think we have to recognize that the GOAT of the future is still going to Zlatan be James Ibrahimovic. <laughs> and Ibrahimovic. Those two will still be going strong. <laughs> telling you now, Christian guys. Ronaldo. Pushing 50. No, no. Guys. Ronaldo will have retired, but Molno will still be playing. Do you think Messi will be somewhere in five years playing footy? No, I think Messi and Ronaldo would have retired within the next five definitely. years. Definitely. They're going to be owning MLS teams. M- Messi definitely. I Messi can see Messi, Messi Ronaldo might. I can see Messi just retiring, like not even going to some other league and just chilling, like just retiring and living his life with his fam. No, just yeah, like the that. Messi retirement is going to come out of nowhere. Like the Ronaldo one, there'll be a whole. Oh, this is my last season. Yeah, yeah. Have shirt swaps after every game. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be this whole big procession. Teams going to give him gifts. It's going to be a huge thing. The Messi retirement is going to be like. A Twitter post. Man's gonna fail to win the <laughs> yeah. like Champions League title with PSG again. He's gonna be like, you know what? Nah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. He's gonna. And then he's, he's gonna, gonna like, come back in two years' time. He's gonna be like, you know what? I'm not done. Let's go again. He's gonna. He's gonna quit club football and he's just gonna focus all his time in Arge, bro. I can tell you that right now. Watch. Gonna be the goat for Arge. But yeah, guys. Okay. Hayden, like I said, I mean, I did mention someone that's like not necessarily youth, but Bernardo Silva. I guess, and I think mm, I think okay. um, Fernandez, Bruno has massive amounts of potential. 
like we saw that in literally like the half season his first season um man was literally doing the things luke bro we forgot to mention the famous oliver skip bro your favorite bro ollie bro no 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 no. he's he's on a he's like another goat level bro this is people that we can these are these are human beings that we're speaking about this guy's a this guy's a this guy's a flip wait, wait take over the uh, world with these three dribbles bro he's in this guy's an alien can i can i give a serious hot take uh who i think will be probably in the top five in the next five years it's probably going to be harry kane because I think he's going to have left Spurs mm. within the next five years. And when he goes to a different club, he will be unleashed. And so, like, you'll, you'll be able to get all the trophies that he's lacked at Spurs. And like, he'll, like people start to take serious notice of him again. Mm. So you're rating Harry at 35? Harry's 28 at the <laughs> moment. So I'm rating him at 32. 28? 30, yeah. That's actually not a bad shot, not th- 30, In fact, no, 28. Harry might be 29. Nah, it also gives me like kind of think about it. Hurricane doesn't really, re- Hurricane doesn't really rely on like athleticism or anything like that. Like he's just really smart and technical. True, 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 so true. I could definitely see him being being effective past thirty. Hmm. So Mbappe, Haaland for sure in there. I I really want to put um, Jude in there as well. Bruh. I just think the potential is just sky high. Hey, and I think you'll get a big move as well. Don't be afraid. Hayden, what about Harvey Elliott? Why have you not mentioned this guy? Uh, I haven't seen him play nearly enough. (laughs) Good. No one wants to see Harvey Elliott play. Uh, I'd rather see James Milner as a striker. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Zach. I I completely interrupted you and I started saying, hey, Jude, because the opportunity was there. Please continue. I just think what this dude's doing at 17, 18 is ridiculous. Like, imagine this dude in 20, like at 23 years of, of age. Uh, I think he, he should be in, in my opinion. And then, as much as it pains me, because there's probably not going to be a United player on here. Uh, I, although, Van der Beek is playing on a Ten Hag now, so there is that. <laughs> but um, I think Trent also deserves to be in here. Yeah. There's a limited number of spots. Man is boys. a monster. So, are we happy with those two selections? Or I, I, I agree. So, you're saying Bellingham and Trent? No, I'm pretty happy with that. You have English bias strong then with you, then, then our nah, third I'm, pick, I'm, Pedri, nah, I'm, Vinny. I'm going Vinny. No, nah, I'm definitely going Vinny over anyone else, bro. Except for Holland and... You're going Vinny, Luke? Vinny would be my third, personally. Nah, Vinny could even be my second over Holland. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with Pedri. Pedri over Vinny. Pedri over Vinny. Yo, Zach, I'm hurt. He's younger. He's like three years younger. Yeah. Although, nah, actually, I'm gonna switch that. And I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> my whole philosophy on this on this on this topic has just changed. Because you actually kind of want to go with guys that are just before their peak. You want guys that are like about to hit their peak. So. Mm-hmm. Actually, being younger might be a disadvantage here. So actually, I'm going to go Vinny. Yes, sir. <laughs> so who you got uh, in our next three spots, Zach? Billingham, Vinny, Foden. So, yes. So my top five would be Mbappe, Haaland, uh, Vinny, uh, Trent, and Jude. Hmm. 
Mm. I think I would go Mbappe, Vinny, Haaland, uh, Pedri. What is that? Four. Yo, this is deep, guys. Mm. It's either Jude or Foden. Foden. But I think I'd go Foden. Yeah. That would be my five, guys. No, wait. Is that six? Bobby Haaland, Benny, Foden, Pedri. That's five. Foden, Pedri. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to switch things on. No, 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 no. Let me, let me do Trent and Ben <laughs> Foden. Pedri, Pedri right. would probably be sixth. Yeah. I'm going to switch things up. Put Haaland okay. as, number, as number one. Bruh. Then Mbappe. <laughs> then I'm going to go Mbappe. Vinny. Yes, sir. Pedri. And Bellingham. Hmm. No oh, trend, no food. Okay. If you if you must be like this, okay. Um, I think okay. Then if it's down to James Milner, be... <laughs> <laughs> it's Mbappe. I'll put Kane. Okay. Then I'll put okay. Respect. <laughs> then I'll put no, guys. I think Kane is gonna have like a, a Benzema level resurgence in like the polls and everyone's mind, just because like he'll change clubs. Kane, Kane will be in some small English village drinking tea, wondering why he didn't leave Tottenham six years before he should have. I'm telling you, that's no, going to be I, the case. I, I'm telling you now, next two seasons future. he'll leave, he'll go to like Man City or some club. Or, okay, no, Man City's got Haaland now, but he'll go somewhere else and he'll be winning He'll be winning trophies and he'll be up there for, like, with a shout for a Ballon d'Or. <laughs> okay, so Kane, Haaland, um, Alexander-Arnold, and... Jude Bellingham. Hayden, you rate Jude over Vinny. I will rate anyone over Vinny because I'm salty. <laughs> <laughs> Aight. Vinny even showed Trent uh, Flames so- in the like last season, bro. Like many, many times. They have a beef even. Like last season they, they were just vi- like not vibing with each other and in the final they were kind of going at it. So I think maybe it's quite a nice little rivalry we got going there. So if I've done this correctly, I think our collective top five would be uh, Mbappe, Haaland, Trent, Jude, and then I think Pedri and Vidi each got two votes each. Nah, but you know Hayden Hayden wants to put him in there, but he's just holding back. No, but I, I really wouldn't put Vidi in the top five. I don't know. But then again, I don't really watch him enough and I don't pay attention too much to Real Madrid. Mm. Hayden, I'll send you a compilation okay. of Vinny 2020. No, please don't. Don't waste my time. <laughs> and I'll, well, I'll just send you like the Champions League replays of the, the goals that he scored in the Champions League. From every angle. Send him the video on ZMC Productions on <laughs> yes, how Lucius Jr. became a Galactico. Okay, Hayden. I mean, Zach, tell us. Who, I'm going to leave now. You, Thank you, you all for listening to this podcast. <laughs> we really do appreciate your, your the time you spent with us. Thank you so much. I want to leave this 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 vitriol that's being espoused right now. Thank My you. My man's touch. He's gonna leave just before we start talking about Liverpool <laughs> losing to United. Do an in-depth analysis. Ugh. But yeah, uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, it's it's been fun. Uh, please be sure to drop a five-star rating and a review. Uh, and until next time, this has been the Two Cents Footy Crew of the Two Cents Footy Podcast. Have a good day. <laughs>